What happens when common sense is common, but just not helpful? What happens when social standards and thought processes leave you stuck? It's time for a new way of thinking. It's time for divergent sense. Divergent means different, varying, or dissimilar. Divergent sense is taking a different look at something to gain a fresh perspective and having viewpoints that are dissimilar to that which we know as common. This podcast was created to offer alternative opinions on topics ranging from life's everyday challenges all the way through much more complex topics as well. So join us here in our digital domain as we do our best to help life make sense, or should we say, divergent sense. Yeah, the, the name is interesting in and of itself because I don't run well. Well, if you do see me running. Yeah. You if, may want to consider running. Yeah, I'm clearly uh, running something, for something. Something's behind yeah. me that's not good. I got a uh, one of these Facebook uh, group groups you might enjoy following, oh. and it, it's the church, High Ridge Runners. Oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I think that algorithm's a little screwed up. Yeah, uh, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have ever got that invitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I hear that. So, so I assume we're recording right now. Oh, always. Oh, okay. Well, welcome back to the podcast, folks. You get a little insight into the kind of things that Ben and I think about. It is a little bit disturbing it's at a times. Scary but, place. But it can be helpful, we hope. Thanks again for joining us in this episode. And as you may or may not have heard at the very beginning of all this, we're titling, well, I don't know if it's a title, but the topic is Running from Resolving. Ben, dig into that. Yes, this is something else that. Um I'm, uh, I would say, deeply qualified uh, to speak on because I've done so much of it. Um, <laughs> but it's it's important to know that, um, well, or just to to keep in front of us, especially with today, with all the distractions we have, we have we can always respond to a work email. We've got our phone. We've got you know Twitter. I guess it's X now, and you Instagram, the Facebooks, and all these other. You know, think it, you can just distract yourself from any and everything, Truth. and just check out and run from the day's problems. Oh, absolutely! Um, you can hide. You can do that at work. You can. Oh, I need to do this before I get this hard thing done, and then you know, and just you you can just kind of juke your way through the day, um, dodging little little of this, little of that, um, and. The, the what that leads to um, is you can uh, well you can find yourself uh, stranded or at least stagnant um, or uh, actually regressing and um, you know that's definitely something that that has been true for me and I've I've tied all of, you know these the the previous two episodes from this uh, this month's um, content back to depression journey stuff for me. Um, resolution or resolving um, things that were going on in my life, it was easier to run from it and be yeah. be busy in right. that way. So I could say, well, I, I can't work on this because I'm working on that. And for the longest time, it was a, uh, the church that I was working at. Um, well, this is the problem. Right. You know, if I wasn't doing all this work for the Lord, it's not my current church, by the way. <laughs> uh, but if I wasn't doing all of this, you know, uh, if... If dad wasn't sick, if the if raising teenagers wasn't so hard, there was always something to offer 
That was the run. That was the way to run away from and excuse mm. the not not pursuing or not not um, working towards um, resolving whatever issue you, you you have in front of you. Um, so now you need strength. True from the struggle. Okay, that yep. helps you resolve. Okay. And to get your strength, you need to make a difference. Right. A difference makes a difference. There's strength from the struggle. And now running from resolving what you want to avoid. Um, Well, yeah, it's important to recognize, too, resolving a situation is not ignoring it. Right. The reason, you know, a lot of people get into difficulty um, in relationships and everything else. Uh, I've worked with couples over the years and so forth where... Rather than actually coming to a resolution of the conflict that they've experienced, they just ignore it. And it, it, here's let me throw this statement at you: ignoring an issue will not resolve it. No way. But it will allow the issue to fester to the point that it can no longer be ignored. Yeah, absolutely. But by then, it's a way bigger problem. Yes, it it's a it's a fire that burns and you can't oh well i'm just gonna ignore it um that's uh it it just it 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 doesn't it doesn't work but you know when you're life is a beat down it's harder now you know i think than it than it has ever been people are at um you know there's been a lot of lack of recovery since the world went mad Mm. with with rona a Mm. few years back people are carrying higher levels of stress than they ever have um, isolation is, uh, on the rise. Mental health issues are on the rise. Um, it just, life is harder. Uh, and if you're not equipped in how to deal with them, then navigating it becomes infinitely harder. True. Um, so anyway, and, and again, conversations with banks because, you know, he's, He's 16, and we're and we're navigating, you know, how to grow up. And I'm realizing lots that, of conversations. Absolutely. The what really trips me out is I'm 43, and everything that I'm telling him, I need to hear myself. Every last thing is applicable to me. Well, it's is what it they call them. Or applicable? You, you're poison. Pick it yourself. I like it, applicable. It's it's simpler. I like it. Okay. The thing they call it life lessons for reasons because these are lessons yeah. that will take you and will serve you for your life. Yes, it's not like they're ever fully mastered necessarily, but those are life lessons. These are mm-hmm. things that we learn hopefully early in life, and then we just are able to continue to apply those lessons. Yes, in the different seasons that we. And I guess I should note, I'm, I, our struggles aren't necessarily the same. You know, the, the the social struggles he has in different things. Truth, but our how we want to handle it or how we don't want to handle it. You know, oh, I don't want to deal with that. It, it's the same. The parallels are startling. Uh, and True. It, because that's how you wind up handling life. Very often that, that, that is the case. And, you know, I, I'm a proponent where possible to experience vicarious learning. <laughs> yes. Uh, by, by that, I mean, if I can learn from someone else's experiences I may avoid some of those experiences mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I may have t- said this in a previous podcast. I can't remember. Um, but I, I'm going to say it again anyway. When I was a young man starting off in construction, 
uh, we were working on a house and there was another guy in another room and uh, we heard this loud pop and the lights dimmed and Oops, somebody's hooked up on something. Yeah, we, we all came in the room and sure enough, they had not turned off the power and he was attempting to change out an outlet and it bit him. Yeah. Right? Well, once I established that he was okay and he was not going to be permanently damaged right. from this experience, I said, thank you. He looked at me funny and I said, I don't have to learn that lesson. Yes. You experienced that. Now, now I don't have to because I now know kill the breakers before yeah. you change the outlets. Yeah, kill the breakers. Uh, this so poor guy has that was a- <laughs> kids with six fingers. <laughs> you know, but, the, but, the but reality, you don't have but to there get is a, yeah. There is a very boiled down, you know, simple version of what I mean when I say vicarious yeah. learning. Yeah, absolutely. In a large element, what we're offering our children as we're raising our kids is opportunities for vicarious learning. We're, we're, these are lessons we've learned. We're passing them on to you. Now they get to choose whether they yeah. learn them, apply them or respect the teacher. I get it. Yeah. But, but that isn't kind of what we're doing when we're parenting, we're offering opportunities for vicarious learning. I work with leaders. You and do. I often say to the leader, Hey, I tried that. This is what the result was. It didn't turn out well. Um, here's an offered lesson to you, but, Again, a lesson offered is not a lesson learned. And that is a significant <laughs> truth, right? Yes. Uh, but I think it's important that we recognize, one, when we say running from resolving, we're saying that if you choose to not address issues, if you choose to not bring resolution, you haven't solved anything. Yeah, no. no but you no, have no. delayed some things. Absolutely. You've kicked the can down the field. Um, and so that's one of the points that I, that I put under here running from, from resolving. So running from, you know, towards what you need to resolve. Uh, obviously it takes us further away. It, if you're not running towards it, you're running from it. Yep. And that's, that's just, it, that's the way it is. Um, it's really true. It's like when you're at the North pole, every direction you go in is South. Okay. It doesn't matter any step in any direction. Oh, away from the North Pole, when you're at the North Pole, is it's away. It is away from where you want to be. Um, so, I lost my place. Okay, so, yeah, sorry. It, it, so, yes, it takes us, it takes us further uh, from where we want to be. That gap, it's kind of becomes a vicious cycle at that point where they're like, now, we're, well, we're even further now, and now you want to try even less, and then you run from it, and now you're even further yeah. away. Yeah, you, you reach a point so. where the cure yeah. appears to be worse than the disease. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And that becomes demotivation for us yes. rather than motivation until life gives us no choice. Right. Uh, and then and that can occur in a number of ways. That can occur in a some catastrophic event that we have with our health or something of that nature. And we suddenly realize, okay, yeah. uh, I, I'm now forced. If I want to continue to exist on the planet... Yeah. Uh, I'm now forced to to actually try to resolve this in some way or take some steps. Yeah. Uh, and you know, let, let's be let's just kind of we kind of skipped over this one thing. I thought we might circle back to circumstances. What are everybody's circumstances can yeah, that's be my bad. They can be similar, but they're all kind of unique as well. Yep. And the the problem is, we often will blame our circumstances. For everything. You touched on it when yeah. you said, you know, I'm busy. It's the job. I don't have time mm-hmm. for that. And this, that, and the other. 
Um, and you wrote this is an inter- interesting statement. Circumstances are obstacles, not excuses. Absolutely. And I, I, I think it is significant. There are always reasons, some valid, maybe some are not valid, but there, we can always identify reasons why things are the way they are. Right. It's when we take those reasons and use them to excuse ourselves of our own responsibility mm-hmm. uh, for our, our, our well-being, our health, our emotional health, or whatever that we need to be doing, that's when it becomes a big problem. Yeah, and exactly. You know, a year ago at this time, we were fresh into uh, our, our podcast. We're, we're just, you know, in, in that we had, um, my wife and I, we had been just a couple of months uh, in, in our house. There was some transition. We were, you know, we didn't know fully what the house payment was going to be because we had gone over because of some unknowns, just right. like any project does. But, you know, it was all these things. And I'm freaking out. Um, and it was really good because what she said that day it really uh, offered a significant course change uh, in my life for the better. But she said, you are so scared of doing hard work. I'm like, what do you even know me? Well, I look, I work so hard. I work all day, you know, and, Physically. and, and, and well, and, and however, but she goes, no, 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 no. You're not scared of working hard. You're scared of doing hard work. Oh man. I like that. Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, I don't like it. I well, mean, but yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I like, and I, I, I do like it. I do like this. Yes. No, it's a, so it's a phenomenal statement. And after, um, you know, I, I quit sobbing and sucking my thumb and watching Sesame street. Um, I, I came back to the, the table to talk about that. Uh, but I realized how right she was and I had become a master at working hard to avoid hard work, to occupy myself with something, to do something else, to, to distract, um, to, you know, to, uh, avoid the struggle to not have to make a difference to hide behind the circumstances and yeah. use those as and a, she, she was talking about hard work being in the context of the mental effort yes, yeah, of the yeah, emotional yeah. involvement of the decisions that had to be made of what was important, what was not important. Yes. Uh, the not falling to avoidance that that's the hard work. Yes. Part. Um, so yeah. So when you say, you may not be afraid of working hard, but you are afraid of hard work. Right. That that becomes evident when we are running from any kind of resolution. Yeah. We know there's a problem. Let's not deal with that. Now, you and I both, with our backgrounds in construction, we know that um, there are certain inspections that have to be done along the way in a building yep. process. And there are certain things you don't do but before those inspections have occurred. No. So, uh, you know, no. you don't pour the concrete until the inspector has signed off on the design and the way the slab is put together. Yes. So that's an important thing. If you do pour the concrete, guess what happens next? Yep. He didn't get it approved. He won't, He doesn't know what's under the concrete. You're busting it all out and yep. you're redoing it. Yep. So it gets harder, right? Yeah. So you take the necessary steps. Uh, you, your wiring and all your stuff goes in your electrical, your plumbing. You don't put the sheetrock on. Nope. <laughs> Until the inspection's done. Yep. Uh, Avoiding the hard work is covering up things you don't want to deal with. Yeah. Pretty much. It's like, I don't want to deal with that. I want to deal with that. I want to deal with that. And until life kind of strong arms us and puts our arm behind our back, uh, 
we, we choose to. But ultimately, when we realize, you know, if I just deal with this, this it'd be behind me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think we said in another uh, podcast back months ago, the sooner you do it, the sooner you're through it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we could probably follow it up with uh, the longer we wait, the more you're going to hate. Hey, hey, I like it. I like it. Because it it does allow damage to accumulate. Yes. uh, When we don't address an issue, you know, if if I have if if I have some kind of a health issue, and I'm aware of it, right now, you know, there's times when we have health issues and we're not aware of them, right? That's why we go to the doctor, we get checkups, we get physicals, and so forth. I live at the doctor's office these days. But the the reason we go is to give us an awareness of whether we have a health issue or not. Because if you don't know if you have a health issue, you're not going to address it. Right. Um, going back to those four keys to successful mm. sustainable change, it all mm-hmm. begins with awareness of the need to change. So the the reality here for us is the longer I, if I just ignore it, if they come back to me and give me a diagnosis, now I can ask for a second opinion, but if everyone is in agreement, you have this health issue. Yeah. I And I say, nah. <laughs> right. The longer I wait to address whatever that issue is, the more damage it's doing to me physically. Yeah. The same would be true mentally. The same would be true emotionally. That's why running from resolving is problematic. Yeah. Uh, it, because in our heads, we somehow convince ourselves that if I don't look at it, it's not there. Yes. Right? If I don't acknowledge it oh yeah it does not exist which is a lie uh and but people are living in that spot uh, all around us yep and when we really are willing to say you know what that's a silly way to live if i have an issue okay that's gonna make me sad or it's gonna hurt my feelings or it's gonna make me mad or what process through that so you can address the issue if it's addressable with your health right so if you have an option why would you ignore that option, right? So we look at it and we find out, oh, I've got to go through this process. That's going to be terrible. I've known people who went through that process. They had the most horrible experience, blah, 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 blah. And we try to avoid what we think the experience might be. And it, it, let's be honest. There are certain medical procedures and, and things people have to walk through. They are not fun. Those are no. not enjoyable. No. Uh, and so it's an individual choice whether or not you're going to value what the possible benefit is. Yeah. Back to the pain to benefit ratio. Right, yes. Um, but <clears throat> the reality is the, the more you ignore, the bigger this thing gets, the harder it gets to deal with. Uh, and it could lead to enough damage that if it's a relationship or if it's, you know, your work or something, it could damage it beyond repair at some point. You know, I was a volunteer fireman when Deborah and I first got married. You have and, so many. I didn't know that. Yeah. Volunteer fireman. Carried the gear in the trunk of my car. Yeah. Uh, you know, had a big squawk box nice. in the house. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah. it's nice until it's well until 2, two, in, the morning, two in the morning. Yeah. And that thing goes off and you have to change underwear um, <laughs> because it will scare you. The uh, Yeah. So, I remember sitting in a meeting and they were talking about, you know, assessing when we arrive on a scene, assessing the damage or potential damage. Where is the fire? What's the source of the fire? What's the appropriate way to extinguish the fire? Uh, and he gave a little aside and he said to some of our newer people, uh, there's no reason to ax down a front door for a skillet fire on the stove. 
Let's do some assessing. <laughs> and I, I thought, well, that's really funny. I thought, that's funny. But the reality is the longer it takes for that fire, even if it is starting as a skillet fire, if it's ignored, what the volunteer fire department is only going to show up and be able to do is wet the slab. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And so the faster you can make people aware, the faster you can get into it, the easier it actually is to address the issue of minimal damage. Um, and that's one of those things here is we're talking about running. When I used to do premarital counseling with people, I had a whole exercise that they had to fill out this paperwork about handling conflict. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, there were questions were, it's not that there was any right or wrong answer to the questions. It was for me to spot where there were potential trouble spots between the two because of the way they chose to handle, how they handle conflict was very different than the way their potential spouse handles conflict. Right. Okay. And I would point, we would use that as conversation points to say, now you tend to do this, but you tend to do this. Uh, you're going to be like a dog on a bone. We're not going anywhere or this is resolved. And you're like, I need to go get away and think through all this before I say something dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you, you spot these ways of people handling conflict. And the hope is to build a bridge to where they can actually resolve their conflict rather than incubate it, rather than make it bigger than it actually is. You know, so um, one of the things that my wife and I, Deborah, have have learned over the years is that if someone needs a timeout, you give them a timeout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, But it's understood because we've communicated about it that a timeout is not a game over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A timeout is a timeout. Go get, collect yourself, calm down if your emotions are getting riled or whatever, but you're coming back. We're, mm-hmm. we're not, we're, the, the issue is not a resolve because you called a timeout. Uh, but it's learning how the people in that relationship, how they handle conflict, how they address it, and finding the bridge points, right? Um, what happens, I think, is... In relationships, this happens in the workplace with teams and everything else, it bosses, um, how they communicate, how they handle conflict, how their team handles conflict. Finding those bridges only comes through conversation and gaining understanding, not from avoiding, not from running from. The, the most interesting statements I hear if I'm working with a leader and they tell me their situation they're going through with their team and they tell me how they're handling it, and then they say, I don't understand why my team doesn't get it. Yeah. Right? That's always interesting. And I'm thinking, I understand why they don't get it. <laughs> you're, you're not addressing the actual issue. You're, you're, you're just saying, heads down, work harder, or whatever the case may be. But that helps me understand, this is what we have to work on. Yeah. You think you're addressing the issue, but that's a side issue or that's a a minor issue, or that's a, an issue that is the result of a bigger issue. Uh, let's get to the issues. Uh, I, I work with people on that whole thing, helping them do that's kind of what I do. But I think that what happens the longer we go, and you, you wrote this in here, I think it's significant. Mm-hmm. The longer we run from resolve, it not only allows time for more damage, it allows time to where we ultimately begin to build a reputation with others that's not positive. Yeah, Absolutely. That's significant. Yeah. That is a significant thing. Yeah. Track record matters, mm-hmm. especially in areas of trust. Yeah. Right? So, Oh, how well I know, sir. <laughs> in areas of trust, competency is important. We know that. Yeah. Um, but track record's in there. 
And if I waste enough time not dealing with my issues, I build a track record that I'm an avoider. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not willing to do any hard work. I'm gonna yeah. avoid any conflict yeah. if I can. That Absolutely. creates a negative reputation that has to now. That also has to be overcome. Once I do decide, I, I want to work on this. I, I see the value of yeah. it. I recognize it. This needs to be fixed. But we've added actually added additional hurdles that yeah. we have to yeah. now get over. Right. So I guess one of the things that we could bring out of this episode, Ben, just kind of my thoughts. Um, if there's an issue, if there's something, a conflict or an issue, the sooner you name it, identify it and own it, the sooner you hit resolve resolution. And and when you do it that way, in a healthy way, rather than damaging our work relationships, our team dynamics or our spousal, uh, relationship, it actually strengthens them and goes back to a point we made in previous episode. We actually, because we did it and we embraced it and we walked through it and we got to a resolve on the other side, increases our belief that we can do it the next time as well. Yeah. So it, it, it actually builds on itself like small steps, but if we put it off, we just keep avoiding. I'm going to say it again one last time, what I said earlier in the episode. Ignoring an issue will never resolve the issue, but it will allow the issue fester and grow to the point that it can no longer be ignored. Thank you for listening to Divergent Sense. We don't just want to hear from you, we need to hear from you and what topics you want us to speak on in the future. We've got plenty to say, but we want to say what you need to hear, what we all need to hear. So do the world a favor and email those requests to contact at divergentsense.com. And remember, when it comes to your way of thinking, just because it's different doesn't make it wrong. And just because it's common doesn't make it right.